girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm pumped that you're here for today's episode because we are talking about something that I think is so juicy and important. We're talking about failure because in our culture, we've got this really negative connotation towards failure. We're always avoiding failure. We want to only be seen with our like success and these shiny milestones that we hit. And we think that if we fail, that other people are going to watch us fail and make a meaning about us or have a perspective that we're not worthy or we're not capable or insert whatever belief that we have. But what is so interesting is I've been thinking back in my career and in building a business. And I've recognized that some of the skills that I'm most proud of myself for in this current moment are skills that I've developed because I've failed, meaning because I had a certain outcome that I wanted and that outcome didn't come to fruition, as in I stumbled or I face planted or I launched something and it was a total bust or I did something and it wasn't aligned and I had to cancel that thing, as in I stumbled. And I fell down because what's so interesting is sometimes when we fall down or we're embarrassed that something didn't go the way that we wanted it to, we're forced to really ask ourselves powerful questions and then get back up and get in the game. And we recognize that we've built skills that we could not have built if we had gotten the outcome that we wanted, right? Like skills like resilience and grit and resourcefulness and learning how to ask for help or learning how to realign and make sure that we're doing things that actually light us up because we've only got one shot here. And so if you're really going through life, avoiding failure and only doing things that you're playing safe and not really stepping into that next level of you and shooting your shot on something that you don't even know if you can actually accomplish it. You're missing out on a huge opportunity to build confidence and fulfillment and joy and make the impact that you want to make. And I think it's really crucial that we recognize if you were right now to look back on your past and your career or in your business and recognize there are times that you wanted a certain outcome and you didn't get that outcome, but you learned a skill that's so crucial to help get you where you want to go that you learned only because you failed, you can start to celebrate it more. You can start to get more excited when you're failing because it like you can recognize that you're actually in the game trying. And trying matters. But on top of the fact that trying matters, if we think about ourselves and all of the tools that we get to put in our toolbox when we're doing something and maybe not getting the desired outcome, we're constantly building ourselves up so that when we set a goal, we recognize that we're going to become a another version of ourselves in order to accomplish that goal. But in order for us to become that version of ourselves, we actually have to learn a lot of skills and we have to develop different characteristics and get grittier and more resourceful or more resilient and build more confidence. And the number one way that I've built confidence is when I look back at the things that I've accomplished in my past And I recognized that the path toward getting there was actually a little bit bumpier than I anticipated. It wasn't as linear as sometimes we think success is, but those bumps along the way are what makes me feel so proud now because it wasn't easy to get there. If it was easy and rainbows and butterflies and happy little unicorns to get to every single goal, you'd be robbing yourself of the proud feeling because you're the only person that knows how hard it was at times, how many times you wanted to throw in the towel because it didn't go according to plan. So 
I want you to be on your own team, but I also want to help you in today's episode reframe failure and recognize that all failure is serving you. And I want you to win and I want you to get to the goals that you have. But what I want you to do even more than that is like the person that you are when you get to those goals and have the tools and the skill set and the resilience and the resourcefulness and the grittiness so that when you get there, you can then go to the next level because you believe that you're capable because of the confidence that you built along the way when things weren't going according to plan, but you kept getting after it, putting those reps in. That matters. So we're going to talk about that. And I want to give a little bit of context to kind of how I came up with this topic. Of course, you know, I work with a lot of podcasters and a lot of times one of the questions that they ask is like, what if nobody listens into my podcast? I'm going to feel like it was a failure. And I always want to reframe on that because, you know, we can't control the outcome of certain things, but we can control our own criteria of what success is. So if success is to you, you are doing something that you've been scared to do, but you've always wanted to do. And now here you are in the game trying, then you're already winning, right? Like as a podcaster for these podcasters that I help, It's like, if you're launching a show and you've been saying that you've wanted to launch a show for a really long time and you figured out how to get out of your own damn way and actually do that, you've already won regardless of who listens into the show. And then it's really interesting because you know, I joined this community recently. Like failure is a topic that like everybody and every community is always talking about. And I joined this community for female investors because one of my goals for 2024 is I want to just learn more about money, how to make your money work for you. I want to learn just more that I can help people that are building businesses where there's a lot of active income or they're in W2 jobs where they're making income and they're trying to think about how to invest that money to make it work for them so they can they can have more freedom and optionality later. Because in real time, I'm feeling this, right? Like I've had a business for the last nine years where a lot of the things that I've done in my business have been very active. Meaning if I don't host the event or the retreat or speak on the stage or you know record the podcast, then I'm not getting paid to do those things. So we've taken a lot of active income from my business and we've poured it into things that are a little bit more passive in terms of what my husband, Zena, and I have done in real estate. We've invested in a couple of companies. As of recently, we actually became private money lenders, meaning we are taking income that we have, like money that we have, and we're actually loaning it to, in particular, one couple of ours, uh, one couple that's a friend of ours. They are really good at doing flips. And um, so we actually loaned them money and we're getting a return on that money to be part of this project where they're doing this flip. And I'm like, gosh, this is so interesting. That's another way that you can earn income that a lot of people don't know about. So anyways, I joined this community called Rain & Co so that I could learn more about money and just ways that I can help support women in this community that are interested in that. So it's just kind of a random community. But the reason why I'm telling you this is because I think it's really important that we recognize that everybody is afraid of failure. There are women in this community that have done millions and millions of dollars in real estate, or they've you know done crazy things in the investing space, or like they just are like people that have been, you know, you would look at them and be like, holy crap, like your resume is stacked. And they're still worried about failure. We're all worried about failure in a different way. But one of the women that's the co-founders of this community called um, Rain & Co., her name's Kara, she was talking about this event that she recently attended. And one of the speakers was John C. Maxwell. And if you're not familiar with him, he is one of the leading like um, authors in the leadership space. And he's just incredible. Like Literally Google some of his books and you're just going to be like mind blown with some of the things that he says. It's just so powerful. But he asked a question when he was speaking on the stage that she was telling us about on our weekly Rain and Coke call. And he said, if you knew you were going to fail, what would you do 
so you could take the lessons from it. Let me repeat that. If you knew that you were going to fail, what would you do so you could take the lessons from it? Because you've probably heard the question that's like, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Which is interesting to like ask yourself, like, what would I do if I wasn't worried about failure? If I wasn't worried about what other people are going to think about me? If I wasn't worried about letting someone down? If I wasn't worried about making someone upset? Insert whatever. But I think a really powerful question is to ask yourself, like, what would you do if you got to take the lessons from it and it was guaranteed you were going to fail? Because a lot of us are going to say, well, I wouldn't do anything (laughs) if I was going to fail because I only want to be successful. But if you were forced to come up with something that you wanted to try and it was going to fail just so you could learn the lessons from it, what would that thing be? Because it helps us reframe our perspective on failure and seeing it to be extremely valuable. And I'll give an example that I've actually shared recently on the podcast. One of the things that I did is I launched this business mastermind and women started enrolling into this business mastermind that I was so excited about. The problem was I launched it a little bit too soon postpartum. Um, and I didn't know at the time as I was like launching it and I was doing these interviews and stuff. Um, but I ended up having to cancel it and refund all of the money to these women. I decided to talk about it on the podcast. I also shared about it on social media because a lot of people would deem that as a quote unquote failure. This um, mastermind, for example, would have brought in $100,000 in revenue into the business. And it also would have helped a lot of women. Like I was really excited about it. But when I asked, when I slowed down and I asked myself for a second, I'm like, is this in alignment? It was just too early for me to leave our son Brody, which at the time that I was launching that, he was about eight weeks old. And I really just wanted to have a few more weeks to soak up this time with him, slow down and really get aligned. But while a lot of people could see that as a failure, and I did definitely feel the weight of it when I had to tell the women that I enrolled in it, that I was like refunding their money. And I, you know, was telling my husband I was, this was gonna make a hundred thousand dollars and I'm refunding all of the money. And like it was so aligned for me to do that and to cancel it. I hope you're loving today's episode. I wanted to pop in here real quick and thank our sponsor of today's podcast, my favorite non-toxic, anti-aging, anti-acne no hormone disruptors skincare line that actually freaking works. I've literally been using ClearStem for over five years. One of my best friends is actually the co-founder. And you know, like if one of your best friends does something, like you want to be super supportive, but you're like kind of nervous. Like what if I don't actually like it? So five and a half years ago, I tried the skincare line and I was like, holy crap, I'm obsessed. So now Both my husband and I have literally been using the skincare line for over five and a half years. And why I love it is because it's non-toxic, right? And there's so much crap in our skincare and in our products. And I wanted something that I really loved that worked really well. And I have just been such a diehard ClearStim fan for so long that I decided to bring them on as a sponsor of this podcast. So what's really cool is you can head to clearstemskincare.com and use code Keisha, or you can check the link in the show notes. Um, and it's going to get you a sweet discount on all products, but they're really big on education as well and figuring out like what's the root cause of any of your skin issues. But also, even if you don't have major skin issues, which I actually personally don't, it's been really helpful to just keep my skin feeling really good. I love their face wash and their scrub. I love their bounce back um, serum. They also have a bunch of other serums to depending upon what your skin issues are. And the thing that I also am obsessed with, if you're looking for a new moisturizer, they're Hydra Berry Moisturizer. You put it on at night 
and sleep in it and your skin will wake up feeling like a baby's butt. And right now in this current era of new mom life, I love putting it on. And although I'm only sleeping in like two hour chunks, it's so nice because I'm like, oh, my skin at least feels really fresh and good and super moisturized. So anyways, if you head to clearstemskincare.com, make sure you use code Keisha. That'll get you a sweet discount on all products. If you have any questions, of course, DM me, shoot me a text. I love talking about these products and hearing how so many of you are obsessed with them now too. So check them out. And without further ado, let's dive back into the show. But the lesson that I learned was the power of slowing down and asking myself better questions because I started to really ask myself, why is it that I'm launching something so quickly when I had proactively decided to give myself 12 weeks postpartum, right? Like because I'm an entrepreneur, I had purposely built in 12 weeks after our son was born where I was telling myself, I'm not going to launch anything. But when I was in that season, I was starting to feel really excited again about getting back to work. So that's why I launched this business mastermind. But what happened after I refunded or had this quote unquote failure, the lessons that I learned were in the power of slowing down and asking myself questions about my relationship with money and where my identity is and how much my identity was tied with my productivity, feeling like I needed to be launching something, where the story of the fact that I operate well in chaos was coming from. And a lot of these really beautiful and also very confronting questions that came up from this season or from this failure have equipped me with a better self-understanding, a better marriage, um, more alignment for my business moving forward. And like I've just really started to like set myself up for success success now in a different way. Like even at the time that I'm recording this podcast, you know, we, my son Brody is upstairs with this incredible nanny that we hired to help support us because I recognized that I was feeling too scattered trying to do multiple things at one time. But those are lessons that I learned from the failure of launching something and then having to refund it to everyone and never actually starting that business mastermind. Right. So the question that John C. Maxwell asked, if you knew that you were going to fail, what would you do so you could take the lessons from it is really powerful. Because if you look back into your past at things that you failed at and you were to challenge yourself to say, because I failed, what lesson did I learn that I could not have learned if I didn't fail? And like, if it would have gone according to plan, like say, for example, I did this mastermind, I launched it and I started it and I kept going. I wouldn't have learned the lessons that come from the slowdown that come from me getting, you know, moving at a pace that's much slower when I was just really focused on being present with our son and asking myself a lot of questions about what I wanted to do next business wise. I wouldn't have learned those lessons if I would have had a successful launch and then gone on with actually moving forward with that business mastermind. I learned lessons that I couldn't have learned if it had been quote unquote successful. So really then success is up to interpretation. I actually see that business mastermind as being one of the most successful things that I've ever done, even though I didn't make $0 from it and I didn't make any impact on the women that were in it because I didn't start it. But the lessons that I learned are so valuable because now I'm learning how to ask for help and get support. Like for example, with the nanny that we hired, I'm learning how to confront my own identity, which is making me more unapologetic about how I want to show up in the world. It's giving me the gift of this experience that I can share here with you and like thousands of other women that are listening to this podcast or when friends of mine that come to me that are also entrepreneurs that are moving into this motherhood season, I can tell them like, hey, give yourself more time than you even thought that you would need. It's it's a huge blessing to have this opportunity. Like I have such a different perspective. I've learned lessons that I couldn't have learned had this thing been successful. So why I'm sharing that with you today is because I really want you to challenge yourself to look back at something that you've deemed as a failure in your life. 
Like pick one thing or pick, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, pick one thing that you've launched or one thing that you've done. Or if you're in your career and you've, you know, created a project or you're working in marketing and you've done XYZ, like find something specific and ask yourself, what lessons did I learn from that that I literally could not have learned if that had been quote unquote successful? And then you recognize that the failure was actually successful in terms of you learned things that are so valuable for you as a human, you as an entrepreneur, as a wife, as a mom, as insert whatever roles matter to you. And this conversation and reframe around failure is so powerful. I heard Sarah Blakely, who, if you don't know, she is the creator of Spanx and she sold her company for like a billion dollars. And she is really, I I also love following her on social media because she has four kids and she's super like hot mess express and just like so relatable. And I just, I love, love, love her content. But beside the point, growing up, her dad would have them go around the dinner table, her and her siblings. I can't remember how many siblings she has, but he would ask like, what did you fail at today? And it's almost like it reframed her perspective on failure from an early age for her to go on and build this billion-dollar company. And I know that's not everyone's goal that's listening into this podcast to build a billion-dollar company, but I do think it is powerful to, to ask yourself, like, how in my daily life can I reframe failure? How can I celebrate this? This is something that I've been thinking about even as a mom, like raising our son, given the fact that you know at the time that I'm recording this, he's just over three months. So he's pretty young. So this is not relevant yet. But I'm like, how are we going to make sure that he is celebrating himself when he's getting in the game and trying, even if he's not getting the outcome that he wants? Because I do think failure is part of success. It's a stepping stone. Failure gives us feedback that's important and actually crucial for us to get to that successful place that we are desiring right? So from a tactical perspective, if you feel like you're running to roadblock after roadblock, or you feel like you're failing a lot right now, I want you to ask yourself, what lessons can I learn? So you can understand that you have to have a better relationship with failure in general, because it's just part of life. But also from a tactical perspective, ask yourself if you can find someone who's done the thing that you want to do and you can dissect their experience. Like I really love autobiographies and I love talking about things that aren't going according to plan or failures that I'm having in my life, because I think pulling back the curtain and talking really transparently about this is really important for other people to see the value in failures, but tapping into someone who has done the thing that you want to do, they will be able to tell you how they failed, right? And if there's something, for example, like I'll just share with you, if there is something that I've done, whether it's in events or keynote speaking or retreats or real estate or insert whatever that I've done, and maybe you and I've been connected for a while, if there's something that I've done that you're like, Kesh, I would love to have a podcast episode about this topic and see how you failed. I am so willing to pull back the curtain in any capacity. Just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Kesha Get Mary and let me know if you want this from me. I'm happy to share. You know, I'm literally the most open book, but how can you find someone, the tactical thing to ask yourself, how can I find someone who's done the thing that I want to do? Because I can guarantee you that they failed in order to get there or they've experienced failures along the way. And sometimes just hearing someone else's perspective, you can avoid some of those roadblocks because you're going to have your own, but also you can learn like that's going to be what's required for you to get there right? Is you're going to have to navigate some friction in this way. And I think it's valuable to go into something because sometimes we glamorize goals and we think that the path toward getting where we want to go is going to be super linear, but it's not always going to be linear. Sometimes it's going to suck. Sometimes it's going to feel like you're pushing a gigantic monster truck tire up a hill and you're going to feel like you're always losing. But in reality, that's where the magic happens is when you recognize that's all part of the journey. And that's why when you get where you want to go, you're going to get to look back at the path that you took towards getting there. And you're going to be so proud of yourself because you're going to know better than anyone all the times along the way that you wanted to give up, but you didn't 
And because you didn't, now here you are. We set goals because we think that we want the feeling that we're going to feel from accomplishing that goals. But if one of those feelings that we want to feel for ourselves is pride, then we have to stumble along the way. Because if it was super easy and it just happened overnight, you wouldn't get to feel proud of yourself. You'd be robbing yourself of that experience that you really want to have from accomplishing that goal. So think about that. And another tactical question is to ask yourself, what resources do I have available to me? Because sometimes we forget that it is 2024. So it's not often a lack of resources. It's often a lack of resourcefulness that's not getting us where we want to go. Because you have the resource of Google. You have the resource of books, of podcasts, of maybe people that you're connected with on social media, on LinkedIn, coworkers, peers, people that like, if you're willing to get honest and say like, this is what I'm working on and I'm trying to get here, but I need support around this. If you're willing to ask for help, there are people that would love to help you just by sharing their raw experience with you. Right? And for my podcasters, because I know I have a lot of women that listen into this that are podcasters, please know that there are people that would love to come on to your show if you're just going to ask them and you can specifically ask them about their failures and about the times that they wanted to give up if you also need that experience, right? if you need to hear from them. Because when I started Empower Her, at the end of 2018, one of the reasons I started this show was because I was really confused about what was next for me career and business-wise. So I wanted to develop community around the show and then figure out what problems I was most excited to solve for this community. But I also really felt like I was struggling. So I would have people that would come on the show as guests and I would ask them questions that I really wanted to know the answers to myself just because I felt like it would be valuable for me, but also it would be really valuable for a lot of other women that would listen into the show too. Right. So remember, there are people there are resources available for you. You just have to get resourceful and know that a future version of you, if you really do feel like you're failing right now, a future version of you, I promise you, is going to look back on this version of you right now and be like, damn, I'm so proud of her that she kept showing up and she worked through this resistance. She reframed failure. She had a different relationship with failure altogether because the skills that you're learning now, the grittiness, the resourcefulness, and really just learning how much oomph you can put into something to keep going because you care about it gosh, that's going to serve a future version of you. So as always, I love you. I'm rooting for you. If this episode was helpful, it would mean so much to me if you would share it on social media and tag me so I can thank you and you can help me get the message out. So I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.